Welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and to an immediate match reaction pod to Rangers 1, St Johnston now Rangers go 23 points clear yet again. I am your host, Scott Carney, and let me introduce the team. So first of all, it's Ali Pearson. How we doing? I wore the orange training top to try and break the curse, and I think I have broken the curse. You're a lucky bastard, mate, because <laughs> if you hadn't broken the curse, I was coming to burn it. Um, and Mr Scott Gemmell. Good evening, lads. It seems like a long time since we've done this. I don't like the, the waits in between games at the moment. Yeah, it has seen a long week, mate. Um, uh, but as I say, the, I think it's because it was actually football on at the weekend. It was like Scottish football on at the weekend. It kind of felt like we should be playing and we weren't. But never mind. So Rangers back in action tonight, as we've just said. And we are away with three points, which is marvellous. Um, not not the most thrilling of games, but we'll get into every bit of detail about it. So the starting eleven tonight was McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Alander, Barisic, Davis, Jack, Aribo, Kent, Hadji and Roof and Scott Wright made the bench but unfortunately due to the way the game kind of panned out he didn't really get his chance to come on tonight. So any surprises in the team, Ali? Yeah, not really. I mean we say every week it's hard to pick a team and we know we put it into the group chat to see who's picked the team and all that but I think I was I was one away. I had had Davis for a rest tonight and had Kamara and so but no, nah, it was nah, I thought it was quite an attacking team. I was I was happy enough with it. Scott, happy with the team? Yeah, no, as Ali says, it's yeah, the team's kinda of what I thought it would be. We're getting to the stage in the season now again where the games are going to be coming thick and fast, so there's going to be rotation. I'd kinda of slightly get confused. I thought we were playing in Europe next Thursday, which we're not. Um so but I thought so I thought uh, Davis will play and get rested at the weekend. But Going forward, that's going to be changing, so I can see a wee bit of rotation midfield and up top because all this happened. Yeah, I think my only shock was maybe Roof playing for Eton. Um, I think that's the only one. I, I had a sneaky suspicion that Roof would get picked if he was even nearly fully fit, um, just due to his, his kind of goal-scoring record he's had this season so far. But I do feel a wee bit sorry for Eton. Um, I, I think he kind of warranted his, his start. But anyway, we'll jump into the game just before we do. Um, Rangers were wearing black armbands tonight for captain Sir Tom Moore, who raised an incredible £33 million for the NHS during lockdown. But he sadly passed away this week due to COVID. But I thought that was a, a really, really nice touch from the club. So we'll jump into the game. So first five minutes, Rangers playing a, a 4-3-2-1. Um, we can interestingly kind of taking up the, the kind of central position I thought behind Kamal Roof St Johnson Lee definitely here to have a bit of a go not sitting in pitch wasn't looking great not really in tip top form um, especially from the camera angle on our TV um, no clear cut chance or any chance really for that matter to report in the first kind of nine minutes both teams kind of sizing each other up so we just jump straight to the tenth minute Kent does well down the left hand side Gets a low cross to Adibo, who nearly manages to turn his man, but St Johnston defender gets a foot in. It falls to the edge of the box to Steve Davis. He picks it up, cuts inside slightly to the second, more central, um, and him of all people gets the first slight attempt on goal, but it's blocked. Um, so first 10 minutes, Scott, I'll come to you first. What are you thinking? you thinking it was a wee bit of a size-up job by Rangers? Um, I, I mean... That whole 10 minutes, there were glimpses of decent forward play from Rangers, but I thought at times the, the, the layoff and the final touch just wasn't sticking, particularly Roof. And I think that lasts 
the rest of the time he's on the pitch, to be honest. Um, and Kent at times as well. So I was, you know, Rangers, I thought were they were showing decent intent, but they were there was just missing a wee bit up front. You could kind of see that there was a bit of almost rustiness in it, looking at it straight off. But felt we were doing all right. Ali? Yeah, I agree with Scotia, to be honest. I, I thought we were, I thought the passing was a wee bit sloppy. The, the hold-up play, I know as Scotia mentioned, the roof there, there was twice in that first 20 minutes, couldn't hold a ball, and he needs to hold a ball if he's playing up there. Couldn't do it. So, I mean, St. Johnson, are, they're a good team, St. Johnson. I mean, they've, they've been in a good run of form, St. Johnson. You could see what they were doing. They're well yeah. organised. They would press us when they wanted to press, and then they would shuffle back into their formation again. So, I knew this would be a hard game. I know as much as we went 3-4-0 wins at Ibrooks, as we've said it a lot of times, it's not going to happen every week. But, no, I, I thought we were doing all right, but I thought we just needed to up the tempo a wee bit more. Yeah, um, I would agree with both of you. Um, I, th- I think Rangers did beat up table a wee bit. It was a bit, a wee bit, not passive, that's probably too strong a word, but it was a wee bit not at full pace. Is only way I can really think about saying it. It just wasn't, we weren't quite there. And as we said about Ruth, he was shown, kind of, he was almost shown that he wasn't match fit, so wasn't great. And I, I, I agree with you, Scott, as well. I think it kind of continued the rest of the time he was on that pitch. So on to 12 minutes, diagonal ball from Golton to Aribo. In the box, header back down to Kent, who takes a touch to give himself a bit of space, but his shot is wide. This is a real great goal scoring opportunity for Rangers here. We should be we should be taking the lead. At the very least, he should be making the keeper make a save here. Ali, he should be busting the net open, yeah. Yeah, that was that was I was off the couch as well. I know yeah, Scotia so was say he was well, off the couch. It was uh, I was expecting the, the net to bulge. He does this a lot, Ken. I mean, this is why he plays for Rangers, because if he could finish, he wouldn't be at Rangers. He really needs to work on his shooting and finishing, because, I mean, he's got to hit the target there. At least hit the target, and he hits it wide, and I thought, here we go again with Ken. But it was a frustrating game for Ken, the rest of that game, to be honest, again, like Ruth, but no, he's got to score there. Scott? Yes, he does, yeah. To give him the benefit of the doubt, to be honest, I think he maybe slips a wee bit. He loses his footing in his left foot. I think just because, as you say, the pitch did not look great. It looked like it was going to cut up an awful lot more than it eventually. It didn't really, to be fair, in the end, but it did look as if it was going to turn into a bit of a, a, bit of a quagmire at points. <laughs> so falling straight on from that, Rangers get the and, and another great chance. Hadji puts on an absolute wonderful cross from the right-hand side and in the middle of the box. And it's Tav of all people who just can't get his head to it. What a cross from Hadji, though, and it really, really deserved a goal. He must have been inches away from this. It was really, really unlucky. 18th minute, um, the first wee scare um, for Rangers. Hollander has a bit of a mare trying to clear the ball. Leads to a, jo- a shot. Sure, a little bit. Leads to a shot from St Johnston, even. Easy for me to say. But McGregor saves it from a tight angle with his left foot and it's turned behind for a corner. Now, I think it's interesting we'll just touch on this. This is what we were kind of speaking about, about St Johnston. They very much stick to the game plan. They very much stick to what they've been set out there to do. And you've got to give them the credit for it. I mean, they really did come to try their hardest to give it a go in the first 20 minutes. However, I think going further into the game, they got deeper and deeper and deeper. And there was at points where they were camped in their, their own half quite easily. Um, Hollander and Goldson, especially towards the first the end of the first half, were playing inside, the, not just inside the St Johnston half, very much inside the St Johnston half. 
Um, but again, we'll we'll come on to that. Twenty-one minutes, Kamar Roof is then booked for quite a nasty-looking tackle. I thought I'm not sure it was fully intentional. It was he was trying to keep the ball, getting his foot over the ball to try and keep it and um, to protect it. Um, he gets booked for it. Um, I think we're lucky that Clancy wasn't the ref because it's probably a red in Clancy's eyes and a seventy-five match ban from the calamity officers, as I've decided to start calling them. So we'll just jump to 25 minutes. Um, Rangers struggling to unlock the defence of St Johnston. Moving the ball well enough, but nothing really coming off in the final third. Be bits of frustration, maybe beginning to show and causing Rangers to try and force the issue too much. Again, maybe we're just a wee bit slow getting the attack move going, allowing too much time for St Johnston to regain their shape. And they looked very, very happy to let Rangers play in the front of them. So Ali, I'll come to you first. Your, your thoughts on 25 minutes? Yeah, I, I I was hoping it just for a text you guys, and I was hoping it wasn't going to be one of these days. Just they they were organised. St Johnson, like I like I said, they would press when they were obviously Davidson told them to press, and then they would shuffle back in again. It's frustrating. I mean, you know what these teams are going to do. We've come up against it all season, to be honest. I just knew it was going to be a hard nut to crack tonight with St Johnson because they have been going well. St Johnson, I know I said it. I, Five minutes ago, or so, but but they have been doing well. So, yeah, I, I, but I, I, like I said earlier, we just need up the tempo more. And I, I did think Kamar Roof at this point was, I thought he was way off the pace. And I'd like you said before the game, you felt sorry for it, and I feel sorry for him as well because Roof was, we missed Alfie tonight, big style by the way, big style. Yeah. I think I think in terms of the hold up play that Alfie offers, I think you're probably right there. I think we did look like we, we missed that player to hold it up. And if anything, Roof was almost trying too hard. Do you know what I mean? But I know yeah. that's a cliche that's used all the time, but it looked like he was trying to make the ball stick too well, as if he was trying to make the pass too crisp instead of he looked kind of uptight, if you like, and as if he was he realised that he wasn't quite match fit and he was putting more emphasis on the simple things. And just do the simple things. He's, he's good enough in this league. If he just does the simple things, he's probably still going to score a goal. Um, Scott, your thoughts on 25 minutes, mate? Yeah, I mean, between 20 and 30 minutes, he horribly happened. So um, what I was going to talk, I was going to talk about Riff, and I don't want to make this sound like we're getting on his back because he's been out and he's, he's got, always going to be a bit rusty. Um, but that, that kind of the foul, the yellow card he got, and that completely sums it up that he was off the pace. I think... That could have been given a red card. I don't don't think it was a red card myself, but I think it was worse than a yellow card as well. It was right in that kind of borderline and that orange, I could see. Orange card. The orange card. One of the, one of the, uh, the sin bin yeah, kind of card, yeah. Um, because there's one later on in the game for a Mr. Johnson from Kane. Um, that I, we could, we'll talk about then. But it was yeah. one of those tackles that if, if that had happened against us, there would be shouts for a red card, I think. So I think it's only fair to mention that. But I personally don't think it was. Yeah. I think when I initially first saw it I was like how, how come they've got a free kick and obviously it happened so quickly and I think there was actually a player in front of the ball from the camera angle and then um, when I seen it back again I was like well that's quite a, it's quite a nasty one there because he's quite high on his leg again I don't think it's intention, intentional I don't think it's maybe it's my blue tinted glasses I don't know maybe it is but you're probably right and it sums up the, the way Ruth was it just wasn't quite there for him um, today um, maybe lucky to get away with that as I say I do think if it was Clancy genuinely I know I made a joke about it if Clancy was on that park he'd have sent him off for that I've got pretty much no doubt on that 
So we'll move on. Um, on to 31 minutes, as you said, Scott, nothing happened really up to 30 minutes. Outstanding work from Aribo um, down the left-hand side. The power and the touches he has to beat his man. He's at the left-hand side of the box, crosses the ball, picks out Kamal Roof, but his shot is high and wide. Another great goal-scoring uh, opportunity for Rangers here. Again, Roof has to at least hit the target here. I know it's on his wrong side or whatever, but he has to at least hit the target here. He's almost trying to get it too much in the corner, and that's what I mean. Like, in too much in the top corner, that's what I mean by him almost trying too hard. Am I being too harsh, Ali, or has he got to do better here? No, he's, to me, he's got to score. If that was Kamar Roof before he got injured in the... Uh, when was it? Celtic game he got injured. Um, he would have scored that. I do, I, 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 I know we're, it sounds like we're picking Kamar Roof tonight. Know, it does, but, yeah, it does, it does, but, but it's not a roof bashing, by the way. It's not at all, but he was so off the pace tonight. It was it was kind of scary how he was so off the pace. How he, how, I mean, he must show something in training for him to start tonight. Yeah. I, I just He just looked a million miles off the pace. I mean, I don't know where Defoe was tonight. I don't know if he's injured or whatever, but... If I'm Big Itton sitting on the bench, I'd be looking at that going, how the hell do I know? It's, he put in a great performance. Oh, it's for 10 minutes the previous game, but how do I know it start? Yeah. And he, maybe that's... he might start against Hamilton on Sunday, Ruff, and, um, and I mean, sorry, so we'll just need to see what happens. I would expect Itton to start on Sunday now, really. Um, I think he deserves the chance. We'll come to him, obviously, later on. He wasn't great when he came on no. today. Tonight, he really, again, almost trying too hard as well. It's as if both of them know that this position's up for grabs just now, but Morello's been banned. Uh, we'll just come back to it, though, Scott. Um, Roof, he's got a score? He does, yeah, but, I mean, I'd rather he played like this tonight. You know, we've got a couple of games before we play Antwerp, so, aye, get him up to speed. I don't care if he has a poor game tonight, if he gets up to match sharpness and whatnot so that when the the more important game in my view in my eyes at the moment he's on top form for it so yeah should score but hey he's just getting back up to speed so got to cut him a wee bit of slack that way I think there we go Scotia's bringing us all back down everybody it's not a roof bashing we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at that through, through tinted spectacles and it's obviously all in the heat of the moment and, and the game and stuff um, I don't know about you, I keep forgetting we're in Europe. I keep forgetting Europe's happening. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> obviously, because the league's going so well, it's like, oh, I'm in Europe and we've got a good chance of going through, but that's for another show. But um, So, on to the 34th minute, Aribo has now swapped over to the right hand side uh, and immediately wins a free kick in Borna Barisic's range. Aribo showing just how quick he can turn uh, and draw the foul, then shows a bit of a a bit of a bite for the afters when the St Johnston player kind of steps over him. It was good to see from him. A bit shocked to see it by him. He's had his hair cut short, so maybe he's <laughs> just, I don't know, he's a changed man. He's going to show more emotion, I'm not sure. Um, Bonner hits a free kick, but it's straight into the wall. 37 minutes, Hadji is then taken out. Um, straight through the back of him, no booking. Again, I'm just putting that in there. It's not a, really a talking point, but... I've got that written. I've got no yellow written as well. He's not booked that player, no. I, I just don't understand. I've never seen that ref before. And uh, he's, apparently it's the first time he's ref a Rangers game. Aye, well, there you go. So he's obviously been he's been taught by Clancy. Uh, 30 minutes, uh, there's a free, the free kick from that, sorry. Uh, it's delivered into a great area, right onto Goldson's book from Tav. Um, he tries to steer it in with the outside of his, his right boot and it's wide of the post. Again, this is another great chance. 
the Rangers to take the lead. Are we, are we going to give him some leeway, Scotia, due to him being a centre-back, or should he score here? I think you always need to do it when it's a centre-half up there, but he's, been, <laughs> he's knocked a few in like that previously. You know, it's not yeah. that... He, and I heard McCann talking about it at half-time, you know. I think Goldson knew what he wanted to do, but it just didn't come off. At first, yeah. I thought maybe Aribo needed to give him a shout to say, I'm getting there as well, but watching it back, the St. Johnson defender probably had Aribo covered. But aye, it's another one that probably should be hitting the target. But it's a centre-half as well, so... Yeah. I know what they're like. I used to play there. I was ready for throwing my toys out the pram and everything at this point, but I was like, it was Goldson. Um, Ali, are we going to give him some leeway? Or are you not? Are you going to get torn into him? I'm not going to get torn in it, Goldson. He should have scored. <laughs> he should have went with his left. He should have went with his left foot. Yeah, obviously, his right foot is his, his good foot, so he's trying to kind of hit it with outside of his foot. Aye, he should score, but like Scotia says, he's a centre-back. Centre-backs get away with things like that. If that was Kamar Roof doing that again, I would get torn into Roof again, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, mate. Um, no, it was unlucky from him, as I say. It's, you can see what he's trying to do. Obviously, it's, he's, he's got the right intention there, um, but it's, 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 it's wide and it, he really should be doing better. Um, but he is a centre-back, so we'll leave it at that. 42nd minute, um, Rangers still continue to knock on the door. Kent picks up the second ball, not far outside the St Johnston box, gets it to Roof. Again, this is another one where I think Roof's trying just too hard because he's desperate to try and find the space to get a to get a shot off or get the angle to get a shot off. He should really be playing in Hadji quicker, who was out on the right-hand side. He eventually does play it to Hadji. Hadji gets in the cross, but it's bundled back to the keeper. Nothing comes of it. 43 minutes, diagonal ball from Barisic to Roof. The ball's in the air for quite a while. Roof wins the header, but he can't get it on target. It's a difficult one for him, that, really. Then one minute added on time at the end of the half, but it's Rangers now, St Johnston now at half-time. So my thoughts at half-time? You can tell, um, obviously, what we've what we've been speaking about that whole first half. It has been all Rangers, really. Um, not, not really anything coming from St Johnston. We just not managed to break the deadlock. Um, we're in control of the match. Um, good chances, but none of them have been on target. Think the goal. I do think. I did think at half time. I did think the goal would come. Um, it, not again. I, again, I've put in here that maybe not the right match for Roof. Sorry, I'm not having a Roof bash, and I promise. Um, to be, I don't think. I just don't think he was there. I just don't think he was fully fit. Um, I don't think he was match match fit enough for him to start. Um, but again, still no panic for me yet. 45 minutes to go, so I was quite confident that Rangers would get a goal and see this out. So, Ali, your, your thoughts at half time? Yeah, I mean, people listening to us probably think we're miserable bastards, by the way, for that first half, to be honest. Because, <laughs> but we're just saying it after, in the heat of the moment after the game, what we thought, and that's what we think, to be honest. But no, I mean, I thought we'd, we'd missed too many chances. I mean, there was at least three sitters in there. We should have at least scored. Neil, Neil McCann said that at half-time as well. Should be at least a couple of goals up. Although we didn't play great, we had a lot of the ball rangers. I just thought we needed to up the tempo a wee bit. I did put, I know we're having a bit of a roof bashing here. Um, I did say at half-time, I would have probably taken roof off at half-time and brought it in on. That was a change, I thought. But the, the bright kind of sparks, I thought, for the first half, I thought Aribo and Jack were my two sort of guys in the first half that were... I thought Aribo was trying to make things happen and the game needed something like that. Somebody with a bit of magic, obviously, will come on to the second half. But it, needed, it just felt it was going to be something like that because I've seen a game like that last year 
where that would have ended nil nil or one nil to St Johnston. Yeah, yeah. And it just shows how far kind of far Rangers have came. That a game like that, we've dug it out, we've got the three points, and we're I we're marching on to this title, hopefully. But no, it was it's dodgy at nil nil because Mason Johnson are so organised. It depends how the second half goes. If it goes on long and long at nil nil, then it gets harder obviously to score. You need to get that first goal kind of first 10, 15 minutes and Aye, I thought it would come, but in the back of my head, I also had a wee feeling thinking it might not be our day today. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, I don't know where you're coming from. Um, Scotia, your, your half-time thoughts, mate? Yeah, and another, I mean, throughout that first half, there's probably about six chances that in another day they find the back of the net. Three are definitely should. Um, there was one from, again, we're going back to Riff, sorry, but there was one for um, Adipo who played it. That, won the ball in sort of the middle of the park and slipped in Roof and then Roof goes to shoot straight away and the St Johnson keeper clears it, makes a good really last ditch tackle. I thought he could maybe had a wee bit of time to take that ball a bit further forward before having the shot. Um, but uh, on another day, you know, you could be looking at that and you're, you're 6-0 up, um, but we just couldn't seem to find the, the target at all in that first half. Um, yeah, and as Alice says, I agree with Hadji and Jack. Kenny stood out. Oh, sorry, not Hadji. Aribo and Jack, I thought Hadji also did have quite a decent game in, in terms of Hadji and Aribo, in terms of that Kenny front four. They were the Kenny, the standouts for me. I thought Riff, obviously, off the pace. Kent was a bit now and again showing up, but sometimes letting himself down, as you'd kind of mentioned earlier. Yeah, so. I've got this. I've kind of got this feeling that I, I watched the game in two kind of minds. I watch it with my heat of the moment view on, where I'm like, "Oh, we should really be winning, really be winning." But then take a wee second and think, "I actually know we're doing okay. We're doing everything right in terms of you know getting any decent positions, and it will pay off. It's shown all this season that it eventually does pay off." As Ali says, if it had been last season, you're maybe scratching your head, going, "Oh no," but felt okay. Yeah. So we'll just jump straight into the second half. Um, Aribo is obviously he started more central, the more central role of the the three that are kind of behind Roof, if you like. Um, Rangers um, no change to the game plan, still trying to build from the back as you would expect. First shot and target comes from Hadji. Rangers win the ball in the box. Rangers with the ball in the box. Sorry, we flick between the defenders on the right hand side of the box from Davis. Um, Hadji takes the shot on the spin, but not a great connection, and it's an easy one for the keeper. It's then followed by a great ball in from Tav. Rangers really getting players forward, trying to press the issue much further up the park. But somehow the keeper manages to get it away. St. Johnson survived for now. And then the breakthrough comes. Ball was worked out to the right-hand side by Jack to Hadji. He cuts inside. He cuts in again. And with his left, hits a great strike through a sea of bodies from the edge of the box into the bottom right-hand corner of the net. A real moment of absolute magic by Hadji. Rangers won St. Johnston now, and what a start to the second half. Ali, this is a great goal. I've got it written down, Hadji magic, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, like, like I kind of says at half-time, this game was screaming out for Sunday with a bit of magic, and it was only really going to come for two guys, I thought, was Aribo or Hadji. The thing I like about Hadji is he shoots... He'll shoot from outside the box. He'll take chances. I mean, bloody hell, Steve Davis had a shot today, actually. We forgot to mention that in the first half. No, oh, I mentioned it. Oh, do you he mention it? Sorry. Podcast, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, aye. But no, Hadji, he takes a ball. 
dribbles past a few men in the edge of the box, unleashed a shot in the bottom corner. Great goal by Hadji, but he's got on his locker, Hadji, and that's what I said. He, he, he gambles Hadji a lot, and he'll, he'll take that shot when a lot of our midfield wouldn't do that. They would do what he's done and pass it off to somebody else. So, no, it was great, and it was a great time to get the goal as well. Like I said, that was early doors getting that goal, and I just thought we could then possibly kick on. But, Your favourite. Your favourite, mate, an early goal in the I, first but half. But it's true, to be honest. I, you can laugh all you want about it, but it's true. It's true, because that, that, that second half goes longer and longer. Yeah, no, you're right. Harper you're right. Harper. So, just, no, I just, just like, thought after that we can then go on and uh, get the second, because I thought St. Johnston, as organised they were and the press, and they, they couldn't keep that up for 90 minutes, St. Johnston. So, I really did think the second was there for us, but obviously we'll come on to that. Yeah, Stevie May looked absolutely knackered. He really did. Like he was running about chasing shadows on the, uh, the on the Rangers defence line. Um, he looked shattered. Um, Scotia, Hadji, Braga esque. That's what that goal was. <laughs> Reminded me quite a lot of that that goal coming in, cutting in, taking the shot. And similar to, in terms of the way that you know we're not. We need to win, or we need to get into the game, go in front. So I loved it, and yeah, as Ali said, everything was really there about Hadji. See if. Kent had the kind of shooting ability he had you. Kent wouldn't be Rangers if they had that, to be fair. But, um, uh, and if Hadji had the face of Kent. Uh, we could <laughs> just go. morph, merge them two into a player and then uh, he'd be great. Yeah, what a player that would be. Um, yeah, it was just an absolute class from Hadji. It's really one you're just, what a goal, son. Like, literally, what a, what a strike. And I think it really needed, tonight needed that wee, that wee spark, that wee wee bit of magic, the flair, as you call it, Ali, the, the wee flair of Hadji, and it was just such a great goal, took it well, and he was absolutely delighted, and I'm chuffed for him too, um, it was brilliant. So, 10 minutes into the second half, we're on to the 55th minute, um, Rangers are in total control, still hunting the ball down, out of possession, Hadji's got his tail up, constantly wanting the ball, Aribo was absolutely torturing the St. Johnston players, I mean, the, the stuff Joe Aribo can do with a ball is... Absolutely frightening. Um, and da- Davis, Davis and Jack are controlling the middle of the park, especially Ryan Jack, I thought. On the 60 minutes, Ruth nearly gets on at the end of a whipped-in Tavernier cross, but the ball gets through to the keeper. And then that's pretty much the end of the night for Ruth. 65 minutes, Ruth comes off and Itton comes on. As we spoke about, I don't want to get too much too much of a dampener on, on Ruth. He had an OK game at best, really. Just lacking a bit of match sharpness. The game, there's not really much happens um, for the next kind of five minutes or so, but St Johnston made two changes at the same time as Itton. Uh, when Itton came on, and you could clearly see that they were trying to go for it. They get two chances almost back-to-back, um, and the second chance especially leads to an absolutely great save for McGregor, who really kind of saves our bacon tonight, I think. Rangers needed to be careful at this point, I thought, not to take the eye off off the ball, um, just obviously the game's not over at 1-0, very much still alive, but we'll just touch on McGregor's save. This is why Alan McGregor's in the goal, Scotia, is it not? It is, yeah, it's what you need to be like when you're a Rangers keeper. You don't see any action for the whole game, but you've got to pull off that one save. So you've got to be sharp and aware throughout the whole 90 minutes, even though the ball's nowhere near you, you need to have that sharpness, and McGregor's proven that over the years, and Aye, thank God. <laughs> Ali? Yeah. What else can you say about McGregor? I mean, he's world class. I mean, you look at the other side of the city and they're playing musical chairs with their goalkeepers at the moment <laughs> because they keep changing them. 
don't know who's in I'm every su- week. But I'm surprised they've not tried Duffy in goal yet, to be honest. Well, I know. But um, no, I like Scotia says McGregor. A lot of these games, he's got really nothing to do. Uh, he, he gets the ball back at his feet a lot of the time, which he's actually got better with ball at his feet, McGregor recently. But no, that what I say of that was, and he he's pulled us out a hole a few times this season, McGregor. He's 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 got us quite a few points. I mean, you can look to the Celtic game with that save. There's other saves he's made, but no, great save. And that Bryson probably thought he was scoring there. In fact, you could tell the way when McGregor saved it, he thought it was in Bryson. And yeah, no, I, what else can you say about Alan McGregor? He's 39 now, Alan McGregor. It was his birthday and Sunday there. I know we were on about that, but he, he can definitely go another season, McGregor. I would definitely give him another year. Oh, yeah, I, I would 100% agree with that, mate. It's for moments like this, as I say, it's. If Rangers were the, the type of team that were constantly conceding chances and McGregor was on under full pressure the entire game, it might be a different story, story with Alan McGregor based on his age, but he, he never turns off. He, he's never not in the game. It's almost as if when the, the, the ball's up the pitch, he's playing every pass at the same time. He's watching the full game and he's just so alert for the age that he is. And it's just an absolutely great save. As Obviously, the game finished 1-0. He, he pretty much saved our, our bacon tonight. Um, 72nd minutes and Johnston pressing Rangers high up the pitch, now causing Rangers to rush the ball slightly, I felt. Um, game is spread out due to this. Um, Rangers looking to take advantage of St Johnston committing players forward. 73rd minute, hitting on the edge of the box. The St Johnston box gets the ball to Davis, who slips in Kent, but he's just offside. Look, looked a close one, that. And then 75th minute, another booking for St Johnston that doesn't happen when a late one is left on Davis when he's clearing the ball. Now, I think only one St Johnston player was booked tonight. There was at least four bookings, I think. At least four bookings, I felt, anyway, for St Johnston. So this one that he leaves a high boot in on Davis, I mean, it's it's a, it's a yellow card. Do you know what I mean? And I, I'm not just saying that because of my blue-tinted specs. It's, if a Rangers player done that, it's a booking. So, Ali, you in agreement with us? Yeah, I was shouting to tell you this one. This was a, this was a nasty one. I thought I yeah. thought Davis read it well. He got his leg out of the way. Davis doesn't read that. That's bad. That's all right. Because he's got his studs. Studs showing, straight leg. I mean, he's, and Scotia was going about the orange card earlier on with the roof one. I mean, that's... That's in that kind of area again, I think, to be honest with that one. And agree. to not even get a booking for it, I mean, folks say the referees are in favour of Rangers and all that, and or the old firm or whatever, but I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> we don't even know who that referee was, to be honest with that. Like I said, he was the first time he's refereed a Rangers game, but that was shocking. I thought a linesman tonight as well. I don't know who he was. He wasn't great either. There was one where a ball went out and he kind of, Put the flag of a 50 50 guess, was it going? <laughs> I know. No, I, yeah, he had no clue. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Scotia, the, your thoughts on this tackle? Oh, it's the yellow all day long, and as I say, it's probably a bit more than a yellow. Don't think it was a red, but it was just it was rash. It was, you know, Davis does very well to get away from it. I'd, do you remember the tackle? Who was it? Um, Anthony Stokes made in Sasa Papach once in an yes. old firm game. Third minute was, or something. Aye, it was like that. It was, it was a really poor tackle. It was kind of like that kind of forward player tackle on someone. And I should definitely have been... I don't know how there wasn't a card shown for that, yeah, to be honest. 
he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he knows exactly what he's doing there. He's hoping he gets away with it, and he did. Again, <clears throat> it, it's just I don't watch the manager's words, but it's consistency. And, and they just, got and just just on that. Just I mean that Kane get booked a few minutes later, eighty fourth minute. That Kane get booked. Yeah, was that was that the Aye. Yeah, so he should have. So technically, he should have been off the park. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it should have been. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, so eighth minute, um, the sub Hadji comes off and Kamara comes on. Hadji was really good tonight. I thought definitely in the second half, um, he looked really keen. I say definitely when he got his goal, um, you could see his tail went right up, and his efforts tonight led to I, I an absolute great solo goal that's won us the match effectively. Kamara's obviously on to try and shoot up the midfield, possibly to see this game out. St Johnston are now two up front, trying to get the equaliser, and they are still pushing Rangers quite high up the park. 83rd minute, I've noticed that Rangers are now in a in a 4-3-2-1 formation, or the Christmas tree formation, if you like. Middle three being Jack Davis and Kamara, uh, and Kent and Aribo just in front behind um, Itton. Again... <laughs> St Johnson did put us under a bit of pressure. As I say, this really takes us up pretty much to the end of the game. Um, St Johnson kind of put us under a bit of pressure, but nothing really leading to anything. McGregor didn't make another save. Um, so they, they did try their hardest to give it a go, but in the end, Rangers were quite comfortable. There was two minutes of added on time at the end. St Johnston got a corner in the last minute, but it was cleared away and we actually were awarded a foul from it. And it's full-time Rangers 1, St Johnston now Another three points, another one ticked off, and Rangers go 23 points clear again. We can't really ask any more than that. Obviously, we would love to see Rangers winning 4-5 now all the time, but tonight was not one of the games, and a real moment from Hadji has secured... moment A moment of magic from Hadji and, and McGregor has um, won us the three points. So, your full-time thoughts, Ali? Yeah, it wasn't a... A pretty game, to be honest, to watch. It was um, second half. There was a spell in the second half for St. Johnson came in. Obviously, that, the one with Bryson, the 10-minute spell, which I thought uh, they possibly could have got a, a goal back in that. But no, if somebody had told me before the game, Rangers will win this 1-0 and this is how the game will go, I would have grabbed it with both hands. At this point in the league, all we need to do is win games. It doesn't matter how we do it. It could be shit performances all the way up till we will lift that title. I don't care. We just need to keep winning games. That's another one ticked off. Another clean sheet, which is 21 clean sheets, I think, now. So I think it's now it's six wins we need now, I think, to, to guarantee the title. Um, so, yeah, to me, it's just another game ticked off and, and we roll on to, to Hamilton and, on Sunday. Scott? Yeah, I'll quickly be forgetting this game, to be honest. There's not much to write home about, but it's every bit as important as the games we've played absolutely fantastically. It's that one more win, ticking off that list. And yeah, that shiny thing's coming this this way. Yeah, definitely. It's one of them games, if we were there, it's one of them miserable Wednesday nights where you're like, go to Ibrox and it's just like the, the routine win if you like but it's a a, route, a very welcomed routine win and um, I'm delighted about it as I say it's another one ticked off you're right I think it's six wins now we have to go until 55 and the title comes home at long last so we'll jump on to Man of the Match so KT on RTV gave it to Steve Davis the match sponsors gave it to Yanis Hadji so Scott I'll let you go first who was your, your Man of the Match 
right, I'll let Ali do the roundup to talk about the other players because I'm sure he will. And to be honest, I think there's two players that equally deserve man of the match. And I, can I do that? Oh, I've got two as well. Because <laughs> oh, right, what I'm going to say is in the first half, if you, if, if you do the two, I'll make the decision on who it is then. He might pick a different one. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Jack, I think. I thought he was brilliant in the first half. I'm just going to say this anyway. Ali might pick the same one, right? But I thought Jack was the player in the midfield on the ball in the first half that was doing really well, making the forward passes and whatnot. And Davis was doing everything off the ball really well. And then I think in the second half, that role reversed. And it was Davis doing everything on the ball in the second half and Jack was doing an awful lot off the ball. And that gave us the foundation to go forward and like control the game. So I would give it both to them too. But if I had to pick one of them, I'll go for Jack. Ali? Mine were two different ones. Or one no. was the same. I uh, I thought Joe Aribo tonight was at times outstanding again. I thought he was unplayable at times. The way he holds a ball, the way he moves with a ball. He's just that wee bit of magic that you need sometimes with a team. But I thought Ryan Jack ran him very, very close. And I, I really couldn't split the two of them, to be honest. I thought Ryan Jack, for a guy that's been out for weeks and weeks, it's just like we said weeks ago, just slotted back in there. I thought he didn't give balls away. He controlled the game. There was one near the end of the, the I think it was eight odd minutes of it. It was, and he sort of stormed up the park with it. Ryan Jack. It just, I, I, I couldn't split them. I really couldn't split a Rebo and Jack. If I'm being honest. Yeah, well, obviously, people that listen to this and nah. people that yeah, I am a Ryan Jack fanboy. Um, but I, I would tend to lean. I see, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough between Aribo and Jack. I'm not going to kid on. And even Davis goes, I totally get that argument. I'm not even kidding on. It's quite tough with A3. I I'm going to well. Maybe just a wee bit below them, to be fair. But yeah, probably just, a wee bit, just due to his, his lack of impact really in the first half. I know he, d- he had a decent cross in the first half as well, Hadji, but um, he wasn't that effective. He was much better in the second half, obviously, not just the goal, but the goal really gave him a, a wee confidence boost, a wee adrenaline rush, and he was, he was kind of everywhere at one point. But I, I'm going to stick with my, my loyalties, and I'm, I'm going to go with Ryan Jack. I just thought he was brilliant. I thought at one point in the first half he was everywhere. Every second pass in that in that first half was to Ryan Jack. That's the way it felt. It just felt like he was everywhere. And every game I think that we he's started this season, we've not conceded a goal. Yeah. I mean that pretty much tells you everything you, and, you know about Jack. And Philip Hollander, every league game he has played for us, we have not been beaten. So Philip Hollander needs to stay in the back line for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that will happen. Obviously, with the new the new boy coming in as well, I expect to see him getting some game time soon. Um, and hopefully we get to see Scott Wright soon. I think Sunday could be the game for him. Um, there might be a wee bit of rotation on Sunday, I think. But yeah, so three points tonight. That's it. Another, another one ticked off. We are cruising towards 55 right now and it's on to Sunday now and it's 12 noon I think kickoff yeah. on Sunday um, again we'll just do a quick a quick thoughts on that Hamilton aren't doing great just now they're, they're not doing too well at all so I do expect some sort of rotation within the team as I've just said I think Wright is probably going to get I would say at least half an hour if not he might start I think it will start I think Zungu could possibly start and Davis could be rested. 
I think this is the chance for these players to kind of show what, what they're made of. So, Ali, your, your thoughts kind of leading on to Hamilton on Sunday? Yeah, it's, it's they get beat tonight, Hamilton. Um, yeah, Ross County beat them, so that, that's Hamilton bottom the league. I know they've got a couple of games in hand over like Ross County, but yeah, they're they're struggling, Hamilton. They're they're really struggling. So yeah, I, I could I could see like you say. I, I think I don't know. What, I don't know if Defoe's injured or if he was just left out. I picked up top. a knock. Is that what it is? Right. Okay. Right. Well, so I, I think you'll start with it, and Scott Wright may come in. I don't know if he would start. They might come in. And I think Kamara will start. Maybe Davis might take a wee rest. Because we've got, like Scotia was on about the games, um, we've got a week's rest between Hamilton and uh, Kilmarnock coming up the following week. In Kilmarnock, I watched them against Celtic. They are absolutely woeful, by the way. But I know they'll get, I know by the time they meet us, they'll probably get a new manager and they'll get a bounce and come out and play against us. But we should be going to Hamilton. No, it's a plastic pitch and everything, but we should go there and really do Hamilton on Sunday, put a marker right down. We, we tend to do quite well when we go to Hamilton, I think, and it, it, of all the plastic pitches, it's probably the best one, to be honest. It seems the, the kind of flattest, the less, the less bobbly, if you like. I hate them, I don't think they should be in Scottish football. I'm very much old-fashioned. Football should be played on grass. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't see Rangers really having much of a, a much of a problem. As I say, they are they are kind of struggling just now. Scott, your, your thoughts ahead of the Hamilton game? Yeah, I can see a few changes coming in. Um, I think Itton will start. I think just because it is a plastic pitch, I don't think Roof will start just because he's coming back from his injury. Maybe wrong, though. But I think it's maybe a chance for Itton to start that game. As I said at the outset, I think Davis will be rested at the weekend. Um, I would probably imagine that Kamara would come in, but wouldn't surprise me if it's Zungu. Don't think Wright will start. I think he'll stay in the bench for the time being. And the good thing is Hamilton were playing. Yeah, as Ali says, they're bottom of the league now. Um, they really need to pick up points because they're getting in that situation Hamilton do at this time of the year where they end up at the bottom. But they somehow, by the end of it, they manage to rescue themselves, usually when they play in that bottom six. But the good thing, Brian Rice, particularly when we're playing... Uh, at Hamilton, he's, he's quite attacking. He's not one. He's not one for sitting in and you know playing uber defensively. So that might give us a wee bit of joy. So I would hopefully go out and put in a half decent performance and get the win. Yeah, I think these next two games as well are very winnable um, for Rangers. I know, obviously, what you just mentioned, Ali, with, with Kamarnock, um but I mean, I still fully expect Rangers to to beat them. I didn't watch any of the game. Um, against that lot but obviously from the reports I've heard they were absolute dug meat so um, yeah very very much looking forward to these next two games now so just before I leave you tonight I'm going to get a wee bit serious um, I'd like to point you in the direction of our Facebook page where we are raising money for MND Scotland by making a, day, a donation to MND Scotland via our page you'll be entered into a raffle to win a framed artwork print of Fernando Rickson and a copy of the book Fernando Rickson The Final Battle uh, Rickson sadly suffered with the disease for six years um, before it took his life at the young age of 43 and I unfortunately have lost someone in my family due to this horrific disease with my stepdad's mum sadly suffering 
suffering and passing from motor neuron disease. So we are raising money to try and give something back. We're aiming to raise £555 for the 55th title coming home and every penny donated via our page will go straight to the charity. So if you can, please head over to the club at 22 Rangers podcast Facebook page and go to the pin post at the top of the page where full details will be there and how to enter. I'll also leave a link in the description of this pod um, that'll take you to the page. There's also a picture there, um, you can see of the print, and there's also a picture of a certain handsome host holding the picture, um, as we'll be able to see. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's show why there is no better family than the Rangers family, and let's help fight the battle against MND. I mean, my stepdad Tommy is a sheep shagger, and he's even entered the raffle for it, Bells, so there's not really any excuse. Thank you to all who have donated so far, and thank you in advance for... Um, if you're planning on donating, it really does mean a lot to me and a lot to us here at Club at 22. So thank you. So, gentlemen, that'll do us for tonight. We'll just leave it there. So thanks again for your time, Ali. No problem, lads. Roll on to Sunday, another game, and then that'll be down to 10 games to go after the Hamilton game. Exciting stuff. It's getting, it's getting there. It's getting there. thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thank you, guys. Enjoyable, as always. So thank you to all for listening. Please like, subscribe, follow, follow and share anywhere you can to continue to help us grow. It's very much appreciated. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we will speak to you again next time. Cheers.